to to the life to the dream so jacob uh i mentioned you before and i've mentioned you to many uh, nomads as a story like you get to chiang mai and your business doesn't take off and then you go back to job life and but and then you work the job for a back for a bit but then you're back out. back out so when your business like didn't take off and quote unquote failed right and you went back what was your mindset was it like it's just a matter of time before i'm getting before i'm gonna go back to this nomad life uh, travel life whatever you want to call it or is it like i'm, I'm giving up like there's there's no way ah, that's a good question it was i would say it was more 50 50. um i always knew that i could make it work uh i think certain things started to happen like positive things started to happen mm. things gained momentum and that kind of just pulled me back out i would say mm. i was always trying to work on different businesses even when i was back in the u.s while i was you know working a job but yeah certain things just propelled me to come back to thailand yeah. so yeah i've just been okay. here okay. since so you you didn't give up on the dream no. of uh, starting your own business right because there's two different levels to this there's the travel digital nomad life that's one like big goal and then the other goal in life is like the dream of owning your own business right which you said we we're talking the other night that's obviously been a dream of yours but then if travel is also a dream of yours yeah boom you tie that together you know that's basically you know, basically, you know, you know digital, digital entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship um you know digital, digital nomad life, life. So, so um boom, boom. we're live streaming homies, homies. Uh, so, uh, so that's the first question, question out of the way. So, so Jacob, Jacob, who doesn't know, know, Chiang Mai, Chiang Mai OG, OG, same, same conference, conference in, in 2014 in Chiang Mai. That's where we met. Along with Evan and Ocean and Trevor and so many guys that we're now friends with. And so, yeah. It's almost seven years now. Seven years this month. Seven years October. And so, yeah. Yeah. Grinding in fun space, doing e-commerce, drop shipping, Facebook ads, all the things. And, and um, uh, yeah, yeah, like I like mentioned, mentioned in, in many, many different, different interviews, um, many of us just quit our jobs indefinitely right. to come to that conference, Dropship Lifestyle. I know we both did. We both did. Um, Evan did, Ocean did, and some guys ended up staying, you know, because their business, you know, ended up, you know, working. And some went home. And that's totally, totally normal. Um, but the cool part is, is you jumped in with both feet and tried it out. How long, what were you, were you working on high ticket drop shipping, of course, right. Anton's course. Yeah. How long were you in Chiang Mai before it was like, all right, it's not working out. I got to go back to job life for a bit. Well, it's interesting. I mean, I actually did get it profitable. Uh, that mm. was the thing, I did get it profitable back then. Mm. It just wasn't sustainable at the time and I ended up selling it. Oh. Uh, and then I got involved in FBA business, which I know you're in started working with some other friends of ours and run an affiliate business. So I was like, I was people always ask me sometimes, it's like, should I come out to Thailand if I don't have a profitable business yet? Yeah. And I want to say that I want to tell them like you should before you come out, but I know me and a lot of other people came out here without that. Yeah. And things turned out okay. Um, so I would say you should, but I don't think you have to. 
Yeah. Because you're going to meet people and stuff will happen yeah. where eventually things will work out. I truly believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. That's one of the big questions I get. Should I quit my job? When should I quit my job? I have many videos about this. It's like, here's how I break it down. Overall, it comes down to your situation. Short answer, yes. Fuck it, yes. Because Chiang Mai, just magic happens there. And what does that mean in real life? It means the environment you're around, meaning the people that you meet at all the e-commerce meetups. Because when everyone else is doing e-commerce, it rubs off on you. There's meetups every single week. You learn tips. And you're just, as Parker stated, it is just, so much more motivating to not have the nine to five every day to just be focused day in day out. I'm working on my business. Even if you don't have a lot saved up, Parker and I had about like eight, 10 K saved up each. That's about what I had as well. I yeah. Had about eight that's not a lot. <laughs> you know, shouldn't us Americans have like way more money saved up? I mean, we should, I mean, at one point I had like way much more than that saved up, but I bought a car. Cause like, that's what you do. Uh, you know, working corporate sales for two years. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, it comes down to these things that I've said before. And how sick are you at your job currently? You know, how I was completely burned out. I was, I was done. It, it was so ready to, to, to be done. Number two, how much are you currently making at your job? So if you're making like 100K a year, you know, 150K a year, maybe you want to stick with that as long as you can, basically, to stack as much as you can. You know, stack as much as you can before you cut that off and go full-time into your side hustle, basically. Um, and then it's number three, of course, what is your life situation? Everyone's got a different situation. Girlfriends, pets, lease. Um, family, or you got to take care of, you know, your family or something. Do you have kids? And so everyone has their own life situation. Not everyone can just move to Chiang Mai indefinitely and quit their job. So that's the thing. If you're young like us, have none of those things attachments. That's why it should be yes, because the longer, the older you get, the more of these attachments we get. So when you're young, this is when you take risks and you fucking just do it. You know, like, like they all say. Start that business, make that partnership, take that trip, quit that job, you know, start that band, you know, do like Gary V said, do all these crazy things. That's what your twenties are for. And your thirties too. And your thirties, like Gary V says, you're still a fucking baby. You're still so young, you know? And so, yeah, that's yeah, it. I that's agree. it. Take the risk. I agree. I agree. Like, yeah. I always ask myself like, why not? Or what I regret doing this yeah you're gonna you're gonna regret not doing it because when you're young you take the chances and uh no yeah no better time easier time in history to, to start your own small business it's called online shopping it's called it's called the internet what we're all plugged into and turned into now um so, okay, shit, there was a question that Danny wanted me to ask you. Um, I'll think of it in a second. Um, but anyway, let's get into, so, uh, so high ticket drop shipping. You're back doing that now. Um, congratulations. <laughs> Cheers again on your new store. 
already crushing it, making multiple, uh, multiple five figures a month profit, guys. Uh, over 10K a month profit he's making within one year. And uh, yeah, congrats. How's it been going? Yeah, it's been going good. I think an interesting thing that I think your audience might like is this is what Riley and I actually used to do when we first got out to Chiang Mai was high ticket. And yeah. I didn't succeed. I mean, I made a little bit of money, but not near the money I was making now with it. And I think that just shows, you know, you'll develop skill sets over time that maybe you can apply to a business that you tried previously and it didn't work out. But you've gained so much knowledge and experience that you can apply that to that business again and make it succeed. Yeah. It's just like business. You, yeah. it, there's no failures in entrepreneurship, right? It's just lessons. It's just, it's just, it's just batting practice, right? You're just taking, so yeah, when I look back, there's so many things doing in my first uh, high ticket drop shipping store that, well, so many things I was not doing. No Facebook retargeting, no email retargeting, not even a Facebook pixel in there. Did you, were you even doing, uh, this was a big thing for me, campaign segmentation with your, um, you're splitting the keywords up by campaign. Did you do that? In Google ads? Yeah. No. Yeah, see, the Google ads were very basic. I yeah. Either. And that was like, that's been a huge thing. Okay. So you learn these little things that like change, you know, the business completely. Okay. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing about digital marketing. It's like one to two little tweaks, boom. And then there's no ceiling with the internet. There's no ceiling. It's just like, boom. and so that's, uh, oh man, this, this fucking digital age world we live in with these startups. It's, it's amazing. And, and the infos, it's all out there. Um, you know, we did Anton's course. Shout out Anton and Johnny for putting on that conference uh, in 2014, the first uh, DSL retreat, because it got us out there. And we, I say this story every day, like almost every fucking day. <laughs> yeah, what's your story? Oh, I came to a conference in Thailand in 2014, and I just kind of stayed. That's my fucking life. So that will forever be the catalyst catalyst the kickoff so that's why i always say like come out for a conference so the next nomad summit um hopefully hopefully this january there'll be one it's every year at january in chiang mai um come out um hang out um very likely i'll be there if it's happening and it's a great excuse to take your first trip exactly i think that's what like that conference it was like okay now i have an excuse to actually go Thailand, not just because yes. there's actually something to go to. Um, 100%. Yeah, I remember I wrote this blog post on my blog, livingatlife.com, which I started before I was even digital, before I even made a dollar online. And it was like filming this conference as a study abroad. <laughs> so I could show my parents, it's like, yeah, we're doing this study abroad thing, digital marketing and digital sales. <laughs> that was in corporate sales. And it showed a picture of the co working space. A bunch of pictures of that, like, yeah, we're gonna be working in this office. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I fun the space. Thing. Like, I think my former employees pulled up Chiang Mai on Google Earth, and they're like, "Oh, so this is where you're gonna live, and it's just a bunch of shacks and stuff." I'm like, "Well, not exactly." There. <laughs> That's the old, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bunch of shacks, yeah, yeah. No, we're living in a freaking co-working space. This is it. Um, so when you quickly, yeah, what's 
what's your what's your background because i just found like you were went to school for like acting yeah i did how did uh, you get into the whole like nomad world and figure out about the dropship lifestyle and stuff that's a good question man. i've kind of always been fascinated by making money online mm. even though i was even though at the time i was like studying acting and that's what i wanted to do mm. uh yeah i think the first thing i actually ever saw was like some google adsense course and i took that um just like back in like 2010 um, but mainly, I've only been involved in like, Online sense, of course. yeah, e-commerce since high ticket because I dabbled with FBA like you did, mm -hmm. did some Facebook ads for Shopify products for some friends of mine. Mm -hmm. Now back to high ticket again. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, so when you initially came out to the conference, you're doing high ticket, and then you were in Chiang Mai for like two years before you a went year, back. A year. A year. Yeah. Year went, then you went back, and about a year there, and I also. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Good old Saigon. So it's like a little bit over a year. A little, a little bit over, over a year, year. Yeah. and then you went back. And what what were you doing? And were you side hustling? What was that? What was that like? Were you just like, all right, I'm gonna stop side hustling for a while, or? Yeah, that's kind of what it was. I had some family stuff I had to take care of as well. But yeah, I ended up you know working for my dad for a period of time, and then also just yeah doing side hustle things, and then some mutual friends of ours. Um, invited me out to help them with their company. Um, and I worked with them, Pat, previously in Chiang Mai, and so they brought me out again, and then I really threw myself into e-commerce again, and did with Facebook ads, and, you know, one thing led to another, and then I wanted to get back in high ticket, because um, I saw several people doing really well with it, and I was like, okay, I wonder what they were doing that I wasn't doing back then. You know, what, like, how were they able to succeed really well, and I, like, had marginal success at the mm-hmm and so there's a big tip there of why going to conferences and yeah even coming to it coming out for a little bit can help because you could potentially work for one of these entrepreneurs one of these digital nomads that are living your dream life so a lot of dudes have big companies and they're like they knew Jacob and they're like, we are hiring right now. And so your friends on Facebook, you know, each other from the co-working spaces, the community knows each other. They know that Jacob is, um, you know, back home working the job life. Boom. They had an open, open position. Of course it's work remote, but of course it's work remote. So come work with us in our office in Bangkok. Boom. So that's a whole nother thing. Why going to conferences and networking? Cause like, Let's say you you know anything can happen in in business, you know anything can happen. Boom, sales fall off or yeah, business quote unquote fails. You know all these people who you may be able to uh, partner with slash uh, work for, <laughs> you know. And of course, it's going to be remote if you're doing uh, digital stuff. So great case study. That's a way to do it. And then of course, everyone's goal is to own their own thing, side hustle on the side. And then when you're ready, as you're doing now, boom, blast off. Now you're doing your own thing. Yeah, it's just, it's really this. I always compare like who I was and how I was starting, you know, I take it in 2014 and how I started it, launched it in 2020. Complete nine day difference with how mm -hmm. I approach things, with how things. Just because I just have so much more experience now, mm. just running ads with yeah. e commerce. It's just, I think another big thing is you'll just get more confidence as well. Like, mm -hmm. you know, when you first start out, like you're, you're, 
you're in doubt about everything you're doing. Mm -hmm. But once you like, like I've been running ads for a long time now. Now when I know I'm going to launch an ad, like I, I'm confident spending a lot of money to make it work. You know? mm -hmm. Back then I was scared about it. Yeah. So yeah. Just yeah. build your skill set up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like just just like anything over the years, you build confidence, you know, in any career, and it's like it's so so good that we are able to do it in our and be working for ourselves. It's like this crossed my mind the other day. It's like, you know, I'm seven years doing Amazon now. And, you know, I talk to like, I talk to clients like every day and it's like, it's like, damn, yeah, I'm a fucking, I am the fucking Amazon expert. Like I am a fucking, you know, and now you're leveraging into your agency. And yeah. And, but it's like, I was talking to Parker the other day. I was like, Oh, we're just like, man, we're so blessed to be working to ourselves in a position that we're in. I was like, yeah, man, if I, if we hadn't, you know, done this, I would have been, you know, VP of sales at, at some corporate thing. You know, I would have been, you know, just as good at what I do. But you might as well be good at something that you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. And it's a sellable asset. As well. Yes, exactly. You really can't sell your salary. No. Multiples. Can't. Preach, preach. We're preaching to just the entrepreneurship choir here. Probably, um, you know, preaching to the choir, everyone listening. Um, yeah, I put the title of this Thailand is open because I wasn't quite sure where it would go. This this video should probably be called, um, you know, should I quit my job and and move to Thailand right now? Yes, hundred percent. Hit the button. Hit the button. Buy the flight. Um, but yeah, let me update the homies that you guys are watching. So um, yes, Thailand is open. Um, no quarantine to. Uh, uh, tourists with vax card you as of november 1st you can fly into bangkok chiang mai phuket mm, um yeah where else do you want to go that's pretty much the the main places um no quarantine you just need um yeah you need to be fully vaccinated that that's basically it and you go into the uh, online portal um coe thailand certificate of entry just google it and then um you upload the documents of, you know, your, your Vax card, um, proof of insurance. You got to have travel insurance. Um, and then they, uh, of course, like photo of your passport and stuff. They get back to you within a few business days. Okay, you're approved. And then the next thing, you book your flight in your hotel. Then you upload that to the portal. Then they approve that. And then uh, you fly. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then you're here. So, um yeah, and then they say December 1st, they're going to open up uh, nightclubs fully. Um, but in Phuket, I've already heard that um, on Halloween night, there's no curfew or no early closure. Oh. I heard that yesterday. Like Danny said that yesterday. Because, because at midnight, because it, it's the November 1st, the rules change in Phuket. In Phuket, they're, they're ahead. They're more lenient. Mm -hmm. So in Phuket... The word on the street is the um, the Halloween party is going to go all night for the first time in long time. And this past month, bars and clubs have been open, but they close around 11 or 12. But on Halloween night at midnight, it strikes November 1st. And then the rules change. It's like, so it's already November 1st. There's no, there's no uh, uh, curfew or early closure, um, allegedly, as of November 1st in in uh in phuket that happens allegedly in bangkok on december 1st 
Bangkok is a little bit um, behind slash higher cases. Um, Dope Salah, what is your agency? Um, what's up, bros? We've a question. This is kind of cool. This new thing, live stream podcasting. Um, I don't know. What do you What do you think about Rawai? You've been here for a week or so. Yeah, I think you said this before, Riley. It kind of reminds me of Changu and Bali a little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of these sort of really cool cafes, kind of beach vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very yeah. nice. Yeah. Very nice. People surfing. People surfing. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like the Changu of uh, of Phuket, guys. So come through. It's the spot. Can't believe I've never done time in Phuket. I haven't either, man. It's fine. Yeah. Like I haven't. I've just been in Bangkok and Chiang Mai my whole time in Thailand. Like I never got to spend. Was here maybe for one another business conference a couple of years ago. But yeah, Phuket, really great. Like, yeah, I would not mind like basing out here. Yeah, like Ruai, you know, like it's you just got to find the the place. Same story with Bangkok for the first, you know three four years it was always just you did a weekend in bangkok or you're transiting through there and all you know is just like the party areas and you just know the nightlife and the the craziness downtown like sukhumvit area it's not until you find the quieter areas like up in Annut or prakanong where there's plenty of green yeah plenty of green um plenty of space this nice condo kind of residential areas um that you're like oh okay i could get a vibe you know not so not so loud literally and busy around here to kind of find the place same thing with phuket it's always been come here to party at illusion and 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 then patong and you just fucking bangalore road which is basically kalsan road like they don't know and uh it's just like all this, all the slights and crazy busy, but then boom, twenty minute scooter away, you have Rawai, which is like a freaking Changu, and you have this just like beach surfer chill co-working spaces are popping up. There's three of them, um, organic work cafes and stuff. There's like probably a dozen of them or something. So it's it's gonna be like another Chiang Mai in terms of co-working spaces are gonna keep popping up. Wouldn't be surprised if in five years there's a dozen or more co-working spaces. Um, yeah, come through. Uh, my mom and Parker's mom, they're coming in January. So uh, roll through, dudes. Um, so yeah, we're going to be based here for like six months. So yeah, it's like, so So you're going back because you have a lease. Yeah, I've got a lease in Bangkok. Okay. When's that end? Come on down. Okay. Okay. Only only two more months. So yeah, a lot of Bangkok people are are coming down here since uh, since COVID times. Yeah, Bangkok Bangkok is uh, no nightlife, pretty much. Uh, I'm sure there's some secret shit going on, you know, in a in the Big Mango, New York City of Thailand. Um, So yeah. So wait, so. I just found out the other day that you did acting. Like, how much? What? What? what did you go to acting school, or like, and why did did you always want to be an actor? Or like, um, uh, no, I didn't. I, like, when I when I was growing up, I wanted to be a doctor. When I was like probably like twelve, thirteen, and then I don't know something oh. happened to me in high school where I just my thoughts snapped and I wanted to do acting. I really I can't explain it. Like, huh. and so like being one of my really
until we were 18. And I did that for about six years, lived there. Oh, in New York. Yeah, I met a lot of cool people, got to experience you know, different cultures in New York City as well. Yeah, and then I just got bit by the travel bug, wanted to start my own business, quit my job, threw all my furniture in the street, and just bought a one-way ticket to Thailand and just left. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so, wait, did you catch the travel bug? Did you did you visit, do like a vacation to Asia? or, was, no, or... it was complete cold. Like I'd, never, I'd never been out of North America. The travel bug, just you're in New York and it just bit you. Yeah. You just caught the virus. Yeah. You're just like that urge to just like explore. Yeah, man, like certain things kept happening. Like, okay, I heard about the conference and then I, some other things started happening. I'm like, you know, I really want to quit my job. And so, you know, like the momentum was building to where I just went, okay, things are lining up for me to do this. Yeah. I'm just going to do it. It's that time to bounce. And, yeah. how, and how, were, how old were you at the time when you bounced? 24. Yeah. 24 and I'm 31. <laughs> yeah, same age, dude. Come on. Yeah, you so, and Parker, I think, are the same age. Yeah, we're all like same age. Um, Cool thing is, is uh, Evan came out at 20. Ocean was, he, 19. Ocean was 19. And Ocean is the most successful of us all. He's got a freaking huge YouTube channel now, uh, making beats and uh, fucking music producer. Fucking go follow him, Ocean, on YouTube. He's yeah. been on the podcast like two or three really times. Yeah. And uh, started with Facebook ads, came straight out of high school. Straight up, straight up. Yeah, of course, 19. Well, I didn't know if he was in college for one year. No, yeah, no, he didn't. Know. He was working at a freaking cell phone shop you like, oh in, in London. And then somehow found, you know, probably Johnny FD or something. Boom. No uni. Coming straight out of college, they call it. Straight out of high school, straight to the conference, figuring it out. And he figured it out, and then now he's doing his passion business, and um, that's the next stage. Being working on your passion—that's music for me. I'm I'm gonna get there. I also have music as a as a big passion. I'm gonna join Ocean in the studio uh, some someday, someday, um, someday soon. But uh, and then Evan too. So proud of that dude. It's it's it, okay. It's hard to skip university when everyone is doing it, but it's also hard to drop out after two years. And so uh, watch my podcast with Evan. He's just like, yeah, man, I had this just came to the point where I was like, yeah, this is not what I want to do. School is not for me. I got to follow my heart and do my own thing. You know, some of, so many of us, you know, we just, we just got to do our own thing. And so you got to do it. Yeah. It's cool seeing Evan's progression too. You know, he started off freelance copywriter and now I think he's one of the highest rated copywriters on Upwork now. You know? Damn. Probably, probably Evan is crushing life in uh, Tbilisi right now. Yeah, he's Evan is murdering it. Um, his income went way up this past two years. Um, he now charges multiple, multiple, multiple thousand dollars for uh, um, high ticket copywriting packages. Um, you guys can find him on Instagram. He's he's crushing it. Someone explain who Fentanyl Floyd was. What the fuck is that? No oh, Dietrich. He says, I'm in Tbilisi now. Dude, hit him up. Hit him up. Look him up. Evan will definitely meet up with you. Yeah, he's chilling with the Tbilisi crew. How's with him? How's with him in 2020 or right before he bounced on his flight? Um, in, in, uh, 
Yeah, right where we were in Chiang Mai. And he was like, I'm about to do Tbilisi, man, for a year. It's been over a year now. Um, what, what do you do, Dietrich? What's your uh, business? Obviously, you're nomading there, probably in Tbilisi, Georgia. Georgia. And then Parker is here, obviously, with me. He's just, you know, living that life out here um, somewhere in sunny, sunny Thailand. Um, yeah. How long have we been going? We've been going 28 minutes. We'll just keep it open for a couple more minutes and see if we get any good questions. And then, you know, we'll get back to our tropical lives. Anything you want to ask me? Let's see if we can open that. See the greenness out here. Yeah, that's the one thing nice thing about being in Phuket. Taking a break from Bangkok is all the green. Just so much yeah. trees and nature life in the big city yeah yeah it's i was telling Dane last night is i love how to get to kata beach you have to go through the mountains so oh, right. it's the best to go through yeah. the mountain those mountain rides yeah. even, well, even honestly even being on a bike at least i don't like riding a bike in bangkok it's, mm. it's not as fun to me but here it's awesome. yeah back yeah it's got a chiang mai vibe in, ter in terms of it's got the mountain. My favorite thing to do in Chiang Mai is ride up to Doi Tep in the mountain. Just those curves going through the jungle. And you can do that. Yeah. You can do that every day here because to get to the Kata Beach, which is the basically next one over from Rawai, you got to cut through the mountains. And so that can be like your daily commute riding through the mountains. And that is, you don't get that everywhere, man. That's special. It's just, this is my favorite thing. Just, man, just got the freaking headphones in and just cruising. Down, 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 down. Yeah, it's one of the best things, honestly, I feel like about being in Southeast Asia. Like the food and the motorbikes. You know, yeah. getting to drive around everywhere. Motorbike life. Motorbike life, yeah. Motorbike life is, uh, <laughs> it's soothing. Just the warm wind yeah. in your hair. Especially like after you get a workout in, take a shower, and then you're just on the bike. Like, oh. Just cruising. It's the best. Yeah. Except doing affiliation. Oh, finally, we get a local um, Thailand. Rose Sawadi Krap. She says, Welcome to Thailand. Dude, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for welcoming us. I want to do more like give back to the communities type of stuff. That'd be good. Um, I know me next. and Evan and a few guys went to that orphanage in Chiang Mai mm -hmm. to help out a little bit. That was, that was really nice. Mm -hmm. gotta do more of that stuff gotta do more of that stuff been thinking about that recently we'll do a my oh so tomorrow i go to bangkok to get work visas slash business visas and so our company will we'll, we'll do something some yeah. some charity event that's always a dream of many entrepreneurs of course <sighs> give back give back cool 30 minutes nine people watching right now super sweet super sweet dudes um so yeah Hit me up. Um, Rawai Guide is coming, hopefully, in the next week. Editor is editing it today as we speak. All about Rawai, just like my Bangkok Guide or Chenggu Guide. It's all about Rawai co-working spaces and uh, vibe and work cafes and nightlife and all that stuff. So excited to be here in Rawai, Phuket, Thailand for, for a bit. Really scope it out. Jacob, I'm sure we'll be back in a couple months 
when uh, his Bangkok lease is up. Uh, and I'm yeah, sure, man, and it's yeah, like, it's only like a, day. it's only a one hour flight, you know, from Bangkok. So you can come down for a weekend or a week, so just like far. you just did. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Hit me up on Instagram, dudes. Um, Dedrick says, what's the biggest nomad spot you want to go? Uh, well, I think Rawai is the best spot right now, but um, biggest nomad spot I haven't been is like Mexico City. Yeah, that's, I'm thinking about that. Yeah. I think I told you that. Yeah. And um, all, all of Latin America is just this whole other universe, other planet that's just like looming there that I see so many friends doing time there. I'm just like, there's just, there's just, too, there's just so much. Yeah. Have you been to Lisbon, Riley? No, I haven't. I hear like a lot of nomads with like a really good spot in Europe. Yeah. Like Kay's there right now yeah, or something. Kay's there right now. So, hey, from Lisbon. Bacon overflow. You've been eating too much bacon, dog. That is a great name. You've been eating too much bacon. Um. Anyway, I think I've seen you around here. Um. Before. Anyway, thanks for the comments, bros. Um. See you on um. Instagram, and then also in the Discord, I got a Discord going. Have you ever tried Discord? I am in a few Discords. I'm actually in okay. A few okay. So. Cool. I'm getting a digital nomad, digital nomad bros one going. Oh. So I got to add you in there. Yeah, definitely. Um, Mexico City, um, of course. Yeah, uh, Lisbon and then other places in Mexico, like like Tulum. Uh, Tulum, they say, is like a, like a Bali thing going on. So yeah. haven't checked that out. Latin America, I, I got to, in, in a number of years, go there and do a number of years in Latin America. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just pending. Yeah, I think... Buenos Aires would be a good place to go back to because now the value of the dollar has gone way up. Mm. I feel like that would be a good place to visit again. Because I know I like in the Oh, far, you went there? No, I haven't, but I know in the oh. far I work with Tim Ferriss talks about how great yeah. it is. Yeah. And it was like right after that, the value of the dollar went way down. And so it was really expensive to live there, but now it's back almost. So I think that would mm. be another nomad spot to check out. Now. Yeah. Buenos Aires. Shout out to Tim Ferriss. Praise Jesus, Tim Ferriss, the Almighty. We follow your religion. <laughs> for, our, for our work week religion. Yeah, I'm Tim Ferriss Jr. Um, cool. Still eight people hanging out. Well, that was fun. Thanks, dude. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. It's about time. I asked you like three years ago, but you're like two. You've been trying to get me on here. Yeah. Years. Getting the homies on. All right, for sure, bro. See you on Instagram and shit. Peace.